Welcome to Facebook for the Blind, your look at the downfall of Western civilization through the best memes we can find each week. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, both and neither, welcome to another episode of Facebook for the Blind, a show for the visually and Facebook impaired. I'm your not even humble host, Eric Sizemore, joined by my beautiful co-host, a quiet Michael Labute and Andrew T.D. And we're going to get to some funny, funny memes. But first, <laughs> first, wow, but first, <laughs> the depressing news, a copyrighted, trademark, registered part and very essential component of Facebook for the blind. Today for March 21st, 2023, all kinds of shit happening. The big news was that uh, Xi Jinping and Vladimir Putin were meeting in Russia and uh, they were causing all kinds of stinks. Also in the news, new data linking the pandemic's origin to raccoon dogs at the Wuhan market. And I normally wouldn't include crappy, nonsense, irrelevant information like this, but we always try to include a heartwarming animal story. So raccoon dogs, what do they look like? They look kind of like a little raccoon doggy little linger, like brown and a black and all that stuff. Like kind of fun. It's like, that's really cool. It's like, a, there's, a, there's a young raccoon dog there and he's got a little foxy face. Anyway, there's one from Mexico City. Uh, the International Criminal Court issued an arrest warrant for Putin, which everybody got very excited about in the news because there was a document that they could read from and pretend that it was going to have some effect. Uh, but the U.S. does not actually <laughs> recognize the jurisdiction of the International Criminal Court. So it's really fucking funny. And you're like, oh, well, all we'd have to do is just recognize that. Yeah, but the Pentagon is like, no, nah, that would create a precedent. <laughs> And uh, if anybody's going to the International Criminal Court, it's like, you know, George Bush and Rumsfeld and really, actually, pretty much every president of my entire life, unfortunately, but that's just the way it goes. Um, end of the show, Erica Marsh reports today, holy shit, Texas Governor Greg Abbott is now under investigation for human trafficking of migrants by the D.C. Attorney General. Remember when he pulled that stunt and sent migrants up to D.C.? The AG uh, can bring criminal or civil fraud charges against Governor Abbott. Uh, retweet to thank uh, DCAG. Hey, thank you, buddy. That was great. <laughs> uh, just to remind you that we're not the only uh, country on the planet that's got really terrible people in government. Uh, Macron has enraged France by forcing through a pension bill with no vote. Uh, so basically, he just like, you know, it's going to lower the retirement age uh, without consulting anybody in the parliament at all. And he can just do it. And, you know, they're saying, oh, nobody thinks that he's going to be forced out. They can have a no confidence vote. But again, the people in power who write the laws have written the laws in such a way that we can't seem to legally get rid of them. <laughs> and, and I think pretty soon we're going to remember that, like, oh, oh, that's right. There isn't a legal way to do this. <laughs> I don't know what will happen then. But here's a picture from France. Look at this. This is French photography, ladies and gentlemen. Those are uh, French riot cops with their shields and their helmets and some tear gas in the background and uh, trash can flying. That's a good, that's a good 12, 13 feet in the air. And I'm saying, man, that is pretty good French style photography from Robin Lee, friend of the show. Thank you so much. You can find that one on our Facebook page, FB for TV, a weekly meme cast. And if you're not following FB for TV, yes, you are. Uh the reckless capitalism continues uh, this week as uh, capitalist banks were again rescued by government socialism, as phrased by friend of the show, Ralph Nader. Um, 
Meanwhile, in a normal kind of uh, of bank robbery, I guess I should go back and I don't know elaborate on that a little bit. But uh, uh, so uh, we bailed out like Silicon Valley Bank, Signature Bank, which a lot of people were saying was messing around with crypto, also got uh, seized by the FDIC. Um, and uh, other banks this week were bailed out by other banks like they were scared, like a domino effect in the whole banking industry could come crashing down like a house of cards because they've deregulated everything, you know, and uh, that's a common theme. Now, in a more regular bank robbery story or what used to be considered a more regular bank story, a man politely robbed the Utah bank for one dollar and then sat down and waited to be arrested and by all accounts was very polite. And I would like you to just consider the country that we live in, the richest country on the fucking planet, has a social services net that's so great, a guy decided it would be better to go to federal prison than try to put gas in his car or get a job or take care of himself. Uh, no lie with Brian Tyler Cohen. If you're not following BTC, you are missing out. Uh, summed it up pretty well. Trump disbanded the pandemic response team that the Obama-Biden administration had created and crisis followed. Trump ended the rail regulations the Obama-Biden administration created. Crisis followed. Trump ended banking regulations the Obama-Biden administration created. Dodd-Frank. Crisis followed. See if you see if you can find a pattern. Uh, speaking of uh, train deregulation, you know, two BNSF trains derailed in separate incidents in Arizona and Washington State last Thursday. And uh, I don't know, man, but once something starts happening twice a day, is it still news? Or is it just like a normal daily occurrence? And I messed up because I found out later it actually happens on average three times a day now. Look at this BNSF train. Even my buddy Ben says, look, it's resting. Can a locomotive get a break? And like, if you look at this, it really is giving some like tired Thomas the Tank Engine vibes. Take a little dirt nap. Just <laughs> little choo-choo that went. Yeah, so anyway, that's fun. Um. Meanwhile, the uh, Dominion lawsuit keeps just tossing out nuggets. Uh, Murdoch actually said in an email that came out in the wake of the 2020 election that he had insisted that Fox News fire Gilfoy, Gil Gilfoyle, Gilfoyle, whose first name escapes me, oh, Kimberly Gilfoyle, who, let's remember, is dating Don Jr. right now and was formerly married to California Governor Gavin Newsom because even though they pretend to fight on TV like the WWF afterwards, they all go out for pancakes. Uh, they're all rich yeah they're all rich they're all fucking rich they all have homes you know uh in 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 the cape <laughs> or whatever they all go to the same five-star golf clubs and uh swiss chalets yes anyway uh but here's the funniest thing murdoch at fox news insisted that kimberly Gilfoyle be fired for sexually inappropriate behavior let that one sink in. Do we all remember Fox News? Do you know what you got? It. <laughs> what what did what did she show? Did, what what does that mean? Did she show up to work without showing cleavage? Dude, she like she like flashed some dudes. She like tried to pull them into an office. She was like losing her mind in Fox News. Wow. And I'm, I know, and I'm like, these people are like. I mean, they would be the coolest people in your frat or <laughs> the most terrible people in, in, in. This is like, this is like my cousin getting fired from that police department in Arkansas. And the reason he was fired was for being, and I quote, 
too racist. Oh shit! Jesus! <laughs> All right, I'm gonna fly through the rest of these. This is beautiful. Uh, speaking of the WWE, they are now in talks with state gambling regulators to legalize betting on scripted match results. And my brain broke. I cause I, I mean, dude, I think reality has finally melted down and fiction has won. That is, are you kidding me? Uh, as the resident wrestling guy around here, this has been a humongous topic in the wrestling chat groups and stuff. And this is the dumbest thing since unsliced bread. George last night took the opposite side and said that uh, they had Las Vegas gambling on who shot Mr. Burns. And I'm like, well, that's, <laughs> it's, it's fine if you can keep wraps on the numbers, but like, this is people with numbers and inside information. You can't, this is, ouch, my brain. Yeah. <laughs> Anyway, so we George and I just had to agree to disagree. Um, a lot of storminess, a lot of storminess coming out all over the country. There was a hail, like softball-sized hail in Texas, and my Texan friends were pretty freaked out by that. Uh, meanwhile, you know, that storm system hit Illinois, and we just had weather. You probably don't even remember it. <laughs> <laughs> Minnesotans and stuff going, oh, yeah, yeah, hail. Yeah, get a new roof been through it every year whatever <laughs> ah the real storminess though is that the tangerine tornado uh said that he called on his supporters to protest and take our nation back in an ominous echo of the january 6th riot yes he he went out on his stupid uh ordered on wish version of twitter that he tried to recreate uh and posted there that he was going to be arrested tuesday and people got so excited for today. <laughs> and my thought was, uh, first off, he said it. Next. Right. <laughs> Why would I start believing him now? Right. I know. Like, this time he's going to tell the truth. Uh, and, and by the way, too, I'll tell you what happened here, man. His advisors said that an indictment could come. <laughs> he just turned it into they will because that's how his stupid brain works anyway uh yeah next uh my some of my libby friends uh were, were you know indictment watches now new york law enforcement preparing for grand jury verdict and i'm just like you know honestly i'm not even i'm not even half erect anymore this is like so boy who cried indictment at this point i can't uh, Oh my god. Porn star Stormy Daniels, though, said that she will dance down the street if Trump goes to jail. So there's that to look forward to. I'm certain it will be on Twitch or maybe a pay-per-view event. Uh, <laughs> the bite reports that people keep posting phony AI-generated images of Trump getting arrested. <laughs> Which truly, if you look for them, they're everywhere. Uh, and uh, the quote is that we are witnessing a new form of anticipatory disinformation. <laughs> Here's one right now. I thought that, look at this. This is kind of amazing, really, when you look at it. It's like photorealistic. Uh, we've got three law enforcement Trump officers. has never looked that skinny. Never. <laughs> Not once has he ever looked that good in a suit. You put your thumb over that guy's head. This guy's okay. You know what I mean? He has a solid stick. His, his hair's not fucked up enough. <laughs> You know, there were a lot of comments of all the comments. That was the number one. His hair would be more mussed up. And I'm like, that's 
absolutely hilarious. I don't know if you guys really appreciate how fast AI is coming on, but uh, Cal Penn, Cal Penn is up there talking about uh, OpenAI. They just debuted Chat GPT four, which can pass the bar exam. <laughs> so everybody whose parents told them to go to law school, it would have been pointless. Look, I'm just kidding. <laughs> that one was most. <laughs> Oh, God. I don't know if you can see this. <laughs> Some of these are for me, okay? <laughs> uh, anyway, but what I want to point out that's absolutely amazing, I don't know what the viewership is of The Daily Show on cable, but Cal Penn said, what are we going to do if AI replaces everybody's job? And you'll notice here on the closed caption, he says, well, everybody knows it's universal basic income. And I'm like, damn, he just said UBI on TV, like in front of God and millions and everyone. It's on YouTube. So that was kind of fun. He also talked about how uh, the EPA is now going to limit forever chemicals in drinking water. You know, those PCF. T P T A F C C F C S, whatever those things are that are forever and around all the time, they're they're finally going to regulate them, which is long overdue. Um, but you know, hey, that's cool. So, um, yay. Um, oops, come on, click back here. Come on, buddy. Here we go. All right. Uh, meanwhile, Microsoft taking all this news in stride, cut a key AI ethics team. Uh, Microsoft laid off the entire team that taught employees how to make AI tools responsibly, which is, uh, to paraphrase, so they will not get put in jail. <laughs> Expert calls the decision damning and says it's time for regulators to get involved. It's like, well, I'm glad somebody's finally talking about how to stop the AI that could destroy our entire economy and civilization. Oh, and then you look at the jokers in Congress and like, oh, this is never happening. <laughs> <laughs> breaking news today uh a bomb threat was called in just as a judge in lower manhattan was about to start a hearing over a 250 million dollar lawsuit by new york attorney general letitia james against donald trump this comes as trump is urging his supporters to incite chaos against law enforcement in recent days so already unfolding uh, new york police department uh said that they are on you know high alert but there's no credible threats Meanwhile, one of our favorite lunatics of the show, uh, Marjorie Taylor Greene, uh, went in front of uh, uh, in front of Congress and just was like trying to grill people with her bullshit. And uh, she says, that's not what the Border Patrol agents are telling me. And there is pictures and video surveillance of a man walking and placing this device and then walking away in no man's land where only the cartels and human trafficking take place. She certainly paints a really good word picture, but I think that she is being pumped by some people in the Border Patrol. That is like my theory. Uh, Bill Malugan at Bill Fox LA says, new high-level CBP source tells me that it was a fake. It was actually filled with dirt. <laughs> Border Patrol agents in the Rio Grande City uh, said it, while it appeared to be nefarious, I'm told it did not include any explosives. And you're like, oh, what was it? It was dirt in a ball of duct tape. That is all it is. <laughs> dirt in a ball of duct tape. But, and, and, you know, Marge, Marge is just like, you just come up with some crazy shit, Marge, and you just say it on C-SPAN. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
Amazon is facing a lawsuit alleging that the company did not properly notify customers entering its Amazon Go stores in New York City that it was tracking and collecting their biometric information. <laughs> so, you know, uh, I guess we're used to surveillance everywhere in our lives, but in a retail environment, come on. You know, anyway. Is nothing sacred. Is, is nothing sacred. I am a shopper. If you can't be safe when you're shopping, this isn't the America I fought for. I'll tell you that right now. Yeah. Yeah. Do you remember when our Lord and Savior, George H.W. Bush, said that for us to do our patriotic duty after 9-11, we should go shopping? This On is Good Black front. Friday, <laughs> the holiest of all American days. Oh my god. Now, <laughs> now apparently not everybody How got the memo. <laughs> apparently not everybody got the memo that Americans are really not into surveillance capitalism, you know, when you tell us about it. <laughs> so Joe Rogan Sacrilege has, is what it is. Joe Rogan has opened his anti-cancel culture club in Austin. Yeah, that's right. This club is anti-woke. And let me tell you a little bit about this, what people have focused on is that Joe Rogan's new anti-woke comedy club uses facial recognition surveillance on its fans upon entry. They are searched. Your cell phone is taken from you and kept in storage. Security is very intense. You have to get your face scanned like you're going through airport security at Heathrow. And friend of the show, George, said, you call it anti-woke, you take everyone's recording device, and you have facial recognition. This is a place where you can just slur on stage to your heart's content. That is what he has built. That's what it's for. And I thought that thought that was a pretty solid hypothesis. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, dude, Matt, Austin, moving backwards. Hey, it was uh, St. Patty's Day last week. And here's a little, just a little bit of history here. As a positive, as the Shamrock Shakes impact has been, there have been some missteps. To help promote Shamrock Shakes, McDonald's introduced a new mascot character called Uncle O'Grimacy in 1975. The Irish uncle of the purple mascot Grimace, Uncle O'Grimacy, complete in his Kelly Green hat, Shamrock pattern vest, and shillelagh, would travel from Ireland each year to bring Shamrock Shakes to McDonald's land. Uncle O'Grimacy was quite uh, quietly phased out of McDonald's marketing after a few years, due in part to an alleged incident in Philadelphia in 1978 where the person portraying him made statements in support of the IRA and that British soldiers were better dead than alive. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, and uh, anarcho-Judaism, who posted this and brought it to our attention, says, we have no choice but to stand. <laughs> ah, ah! This is my favorite of all the Irish. King of the leprechauns. Just brings me joy looking at him laughing, drinking from his enormous cup there. The king from Darby, King of the leprechauns from Darby O'Gillis. Uh, the thing that I miss most and missed out on is that George over at Smith Burger was chowing down, making these. Look at this. This is corned beef, thousand island dressing. Uh, I, don't know, I don't know what all is on here. Beef, bun. It's freaking crazy. This is the special... Frank Costello, double beef, slow roasted corned beef, sauerkraut, Swiss cheese, and Thousand Island dressing on a toasted brioche. Frank Costello. That's what he was making. And I've never wanted one of these. I've never wanted a burger. So bad. That looks delicious, bro. It does. But anyway, this is my only regret from St. Patty's Day. I didn't get over to see George. Uh, that was the Frank Costello. Uh, in other huge news, 
friend of the show, Tyler, original founding OG of Facebook for the Blind. Tyler and Aaron went on a Bigfoot hunt in Allerton Park and Retreat Center, and they caught him. Look at that. They caught him. Aaron's got a selfie with Bigfoot. I mean, you know, I know it's right across the street, but they 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 exerted effort, and it paid off. <laughs> Eric, I, uh, I, I'm probably wrong, but it looks like this might actually be a, a human being in a Bigfoot costume. I'm pretty sure it's Tyler in a costume. <laughs> yeah, because I don't recognize that Bigfoot from the family reunions. That's all I'm saying. I know. I called to make <laughs> sure like, that I've never met this. I've never met this Bigfoot before. Yeah, this 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 ain't one of my this ain't one of my people's. This ain't one of my squatches. Soon as soon as this was posted, I I looked at TD's timeline to figure out if he was home, and he was, so it wasn't him. <laughs> Yeah, I, I just go wandering around Allerton Park for a while every once in a while. All right, we always try to round it out with a heartwarming animal story. And this week, there have been too many. So in rapid succession, the uh, uh, fearsome prehistoric penguin weighed as much as an adult gorilla. An unearthed fossil in 2017 shows that there was a new species of penguin that stood as tall as a person and weighed as much as an adult gorilla. And you're like, oh, my God, nothing could top that. Oh, no. All kinds of stuff can top that. All creatures, and if you're not following all creatures, you are missing out on some really cute things. Look at these two little Japanese flying squirrels. They're little fuzzy. They look rounder. They look more like a little fuzzy softball with great big eyes like a gray squirrel. They they look, look, so cute. look like live-action Pokemon. They got little hands. I know. You're starting to figure out where the Japanese get this whole you know, sense of like anime being ridiculously cute. Of course, uh, yeah, uh, uh, the biggest news this week, actually, was that elderly penguins received the world's first custom lenses in a successful cataract surgery. So, you know, that's awesome. Penguins penguins got contacts. We live in marvelous times. Healthcare is great. <laughs> Woo! It's so they can avoid free willy coming to eat them. I, I don't even know. Anyway, and I know you're like, yeah, but those raccoon dogs, man, how are you going to top the Wuhan raccoon dogs? I mean, that's really, that's, I mean, what are you going to do? First off, it's Wuhan, hot topic, raccoon dogs. Everybody loves them. You know, China, who doesn't crave some more Chinese. This, uh, this heading should have been a Wuhan raccoon dog, warm more than your heart. Mm. It's a COVID fever joke. That's pretty funny. But no, nope, that is not the epitome of animal stories. This was it for this week. Uh, Bree May sends an unsolicited dick dick pic. Fuck out of here, Bree May. The dick dick, if you don't know, looks a lot like Bambi, except it's the size of a cat. It has those scrawny little, like, deer legs. It's a little Bambi deer that's the size of a cat. This was posted in the Church of Sloths. And if you're not following the Church of Sloths, you are missing out. Look at the eyelashes on that. She has eyelashes on her like you wouldn't believe. And notice in the corners of her eyes, black tears. Black tears. That is so metal. That is our heartwarming animal story. To round out the news from Facebook for the Blind for March 21st, 2023. And now on to my beloved co-host, with a nice long round one. All right. Time for my big long round one. Glow fuck yourself. Friend of the show, glow fuck yourself.
If you're not following Glow Fuck Yourself, where are you getting your butt plugs? <laughs> Kicking off round one with uh, just, just a simple tweet. It says, if white people can't cook, then explain why you have to show your ID to buy Sudafed. <laughs> so, you say we have no culture <laughs> i would caption this laughs in white trash <laughs> this, this, this is this is the revenge from last week okay <laughs> this is from uh jaden lebel at level jaden who says waited five hours so i can try to get brendan frazier to sign my conch shell with a mouth on it and he said, no, thanks. <laughs> totally valid. And I will never forget this experience. Uh, and then, look, I don't, I don't know what to tell you. There's a picture of Brendan Fraser looking very strong. And he just is looking uh, disapprovingly at a conch shell with a <laughs> mouth on it. And uh, that, I mean, I, is there another way to describe this, gentlemen? <laughs> no, it's uh, disturbing. It's a nightmare fuel. Yeah, it's a lot of effort. Yeah. It's a lot of effort for that gag. I like that this is this is where Brendan Fraser draws the line. He's like, yeah. I'm not doing that. Nope. <laughs> Feisty Soul Tribe, the group. They just want you to know most of being an adult is whispering, fuck this, while doing it anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I've gotten to the point where I don't whisper it anymore. I just say it. I know, I do too. Just that, That's the military. You're like, all right, fuck, I'll do it. Fuck this. Okay. Right. <laughs> Anarcho-spirituality, friend of the show, anarcho-spirituality, that's right, you've been upgraded, has a picture of two wolves, and it says, inside you, there are two wolves. One is conscious of ComSec and OPSEC. One is shitposting directly to the ATF Facebook page. <laughs> they are both on a watch list. <laughs> <laughs> anarcho-spirituality has, they want us to know, and this looks like an old 1950s sexist uh, ad, and there's like a, a white woman carrying a bunch of folded towels. She's smiling. It says philanthropy exists to launder the reputations of the rich. Let me read that yep. again. Yep. Ph philanthropy exists to launder the reputations of the rich and serves to replace public institutions with private ones. I'm going to read this whole goddamn meme. It's so good. So you've made billions exploiting workers nature and public sources and you've bought off the entire government to make sure you won't be taxed but for some strange reason people seem to think you're evil try giving a tiny portion of your stolen wealth to a cause that's hot right now or start your own nonprofit to hoard your wealth quote unquote the right way now your reputation is clean and you've saved even more money on taxes you fucking dragons. <laughs> Here is a picture of it's two pictures. <laughs> the first one is a picture of a unicorn. Gorgeous white unicorn. Sun shining behind its head. It looks fucking celestial and shit. And it says, Young me, full of hopes, dreams, and optimism. And then it says, Me now. And this is a beat up raggedy looking horse. <laughs> his head is dropped <laughs> and there's a and where you would expect a horn for a unicorn there's a smoke <laughs> one of those red and white striped ones with like black soot coming out of it yeah like a, oh like, i feel this so hard 
This looks like a Soviet <laughs> horse. <laughs> this is a Soviet horse that's been rode hard and put away wet. Mm. This is a. Uh... All right. And, and it's only like two years old. Like it just looks that old because it's, it's, you know, drug a coal cart 100 miles every day <laughs> right. for its whole life. <laughs> It's like literally never been healthier and it's still that bad. <laughs> Anarcho spirituality, who I want to say, like, this is the wholesome round, right? And like, what's more wholesome than anarch and anarcho spirituality? You know? Nothing. Now, Nothing. This is, this, <laughs> this is a picture of Van Gogh's Starry Night at first glance. And it says, when the U.S. finds out Van Gogh used oil for his paintings. <laughs> oh, God. And when you look a little closer at Starry Night, you see, that's right. Uh, there's uh jets i don't know what kind of jets i was i was in the army not the air force they're 14 scary bummy bummy danger jets. <laughs> yeah. uh. they're there we're going to steal your oil kind of jets <laughs> <laughs> i gotta point out something here uh this week mark marked uh the ides of march ah, is, yes. uh, great song which is when it's when it's when julius caesar was killed and and i'm gonna say something here I, I didn't I didn't bring up the meme because it was too much work, but uh, I got for the first time I got censored from Facebook. They said that I violated their community standards. True. I violated their community standards with a joke about Julius Caesar. I'll tell you what it was when I get through this round. So Trash Can Paul has this picture of Julius Caesar and it says, Rest in peace, Julius Caesar. You would have loved salad. <laughs> <laughs> and then Pelagio <laughs> Pelagio says, Caesar, beware of the Ides of March. Don't meet with the Senate. Caesar. And you see it's a picture of Ron White screaming in the back of an SUV. <laughs> Not Ron White. What's this guy's name? Mr. White. Walter, Walter White. <laughs> yeah. Walter White. Who, Ron White's the, the guy who, uh, like, tater salad comedian, yeah. right? Anyway. Yeah. Yeah. I think it would have been funnier with him. <laughs> Trash can Paul's back. This is a, a picture of one of the, one of those uh, <laughs> those like hundred gallon uh, trash cans that they had in grade school, and it says "Brute Rubbermaid" on it. Except somebody put stickers in front of it to make it say "A2 Brute." <laughs> <laughs> so, I just want to say I posted all these into my story, and I ended it with a simple, uh, just like bottle of Caesar dressing. With a steak knife through it. That's all it was. It was a bottle of Caesar dressing with a fucking steak knife through it. And uh, yeah, I got I got censored, even though Julius Caesar's been dead for like over fifty years. Too and soon. I, Too and soon. I've seen that meme probably like right. the last five <laughs> years. I put it on this show. Uh, you know what I mean? Anyway, I've seen on I, FB for TV. Somebody reported me. <laughs> probably reported me, and it's probably because they're fascists, whoever they are. A lot of that going around. A lot of what, pro Caesar. Were they pro Caesar? That's the, that's your fucking hot take. The Senate was wrong. Fuck out of here. That's the hill you're Bruce gonna die a hero. on. Hero. Pro Caesar. TD, you all ready? Uh, I'm ready, willing, and able. All right. All right. Uh, Sizemore kind of alluded to this earlier in the uh, first meme we have in the world famous, often imitated, never duplicated TD short round one. Ooh, copyright. Um, friend of the show, Deborah M, just says, riots if Trump is indicted. Civil war, LOL. 
This is from a bunch of Muppets that cried about wearing a two-ounce face mask during a pandemic. <laughs> and I just love the fact this is the first time I've ever heard the word Muppets used in a derogatory fashion. And I'm kind of for it. Sure. Nice. All right, moving on. A uh, friend of the show, Kristen Yunakis, um, wow. repos from more memes, damn it. And it just says, man survives bank failure crisis by not having any money in the first place. And it's just a dude, <laughs> you know, early 20s, standing there, thumbs up. <laughs> yeah, you can't, be, you, can't, you can't be a victim of the bank failure if you're fucking broke. Dude, that is smart. That is brain <laughs> smart right there. Yeah, that's why I never pay attention to anything financially, because it doesn't affect me. I'm broke. All right, moving on. A uh, friend of the show and my cousin, Sabrina Murray, uh, just says, assigning roles. God, the sun shall fuel all life on earth. Sun. Okay, that sounds good. God then goes, and the moon shall make tiny waves and werewolves. And the moon's like, hell yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I mean, the moon kind of got the, the badassery. It makes waves and werewolves. That is and pretty it's supposedly made of cheese. <laughs> Can we, li- can, can we live without it? What's that? No, probably not. Without it? Probably yeah. not, because it picks up all the meteorites. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Like we, meteorite we... flavored cheese? <laughs> cheese Moving flavored on. meteorites. Ah. Darn it. It's go. okay. We still love you. Yay. All right. Uh, Fleur de Lally, Um, I just met you. Um, post a picture, and it's that famous picture of the opening of Gilligan's Island where it shows the boat, the SS Minnow. And they say the boat used as the SS Minnow in Gilligan's Isle was a 1964 wheeler with a cruising speed of 12 knots, which means they couldn't have traveled more than 41.5 miles. Now I'm starting to doubt if that show is even real. (laughs) (laughs) The seven-year-old in me is laughing his ass off. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> every week someone else every week someone else like the damn Harlem Globetrotter showed up on the island they got to go home but Gilligan never got to leave alright friend of the show Michael's personal favorite dad jokes um, oh, God damn it. See, see last week's episode uh, <laughs> uh, just uh, post a picture of two guys in a car and uh, it's a driving test and the instructor goes turn, on the, turn the car on me um, okay. Rubbing interior. You like that, you filthy fool. <laughs> like, okay, we're done here. <laughs> That's the best dad joke I've heard this week. <laughs> yeah, I got more. You know me. All right. Uh, next up, a friend of the show, Kevin Schmidt, uh, repos puns. It, it's a banana with like a little bit of chocolate on it, but it, 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 the chocolate's in a very unfortunate shape. And someone put a face on the banana, and that unfortunate shape of chocolate is a um, Karen hairdo. And it just says, "I." And this uh, banana Karen just says, "I need to speak to the bananager." <laughs> bananager, Michael. Bananager. <laughs> 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 Uh, okay, next up. <laughs> uh, cats on cocaine, front of the show. Cats on cocaine. Um, 
post a picture of this cat. It's just just like a painting of a cat or something. It says, while I nodded, nearly napping, suddenly there came a tapping of someone gently trotting, trotting across my chamber floor. Thou hast eaten, I muttered. I shall not feed you anymore. Quoth the kitten, feed me more. (laughs) Yep. For, for 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 my for my Poe fans, dude, I'm like in this meme. I am Poe, the kitten, and the guy not feeding the kitten. Right, <laughs> <laughs> love it. Uh, I mean, it's very true though. I mean, cats are always. I mean, if a cat could speak, it would say that. All right, um, landing up my round one here in front of the show. Renee, uh, posted a hey. uh, picture. Just a, a it's a spring getting thrown up in the air. And it says spring is in the air because, uh, you know, spring started <laughs> yesterday. So I thought I'd, you know, show this. Spring in the air, Michael. I see it. <laughs> That's all I got for uh, my short round one, also known as the beginning of Michael's torture. <laughs> <laughs> all right, moving on. Uh, this first one uh, is kind of dad-like here in my uh, average-sized, uh, normal-sized round one. We have a woman uh, who's, who's got it, putting her hand out around another woman, and she says, you know the drill, right? Yes. And then uh, we zoom out, and we see, hi, it's nice to meet you again. She's shaking hands with a drill. It's got Milwaukee written on it. <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> uh, this was posted in Dang Old Internet made me do it, so, you know, blame them. <laughs> <laughs> Joe Lung, no friend of the show, says, I would love to be the bus driver for a mystery route. Oh, my God. John Hyphen posts, not only is public transport free in Brussels, but they even have a bus called the Not the 48, which takes you to a mystery location if you're feeling a bit down or you just don't have anything to do that day. (laughs) Something for other cities to consider. (laughs) Very modern bus, and the sign just says, Mystere. Posted in Dirtbag Urbanism. And you know what? I'm becoming a bigger fan of Dirtbag Urbanism these days. (laughs) Speaking of, this is a picture of the annual event called Chicago Henge. That is where you can point your camera due west down the street and catch the sunset in all of its glory. This particular uh, Chicago Henge sunset is shot from underneath the CTA tracks on the eve of the vernal equinox. It's got a nice little radiant starburst there and reflection in the concrete, and it kind of looks fun. So I thought I'd share for the wholesome round. All right, moving on. Uh, Geologists uh, have discovered a new layer uh, beneath the Earth. And the headline in Futurism.com says, Scientists discover molten hell zone beneath Earth's tectonic plates. And I got to tell you what, there's 438 engagements on this thing. And the vast majority of them are idiots who are just saying stuff like, wait till they disclose that they discovered another quantum dimension of reality is present down there too. Hell is literally real. So, So that's funny to me. Uh, <laughs> FB for TV, a weekly meme cast posted this, uh, which is a microwave that someone has stood on its end and it says, I just flipped our microwave on its side and he absolutely loves it. Because of the, <laughs> it does look very cheerful with the swoopy window and the and the dials like eyes. It does. He looks like, hey, it looks very, 
1970s smiley face that was from mike ingram for everyone if you're not following mike ingram for everyone you are missing out man uh this one here is a uh eight panel this is an eight panel uh and this is my guy who played uh uh short round in indiana jones he says I was at D23 and Harrison Ford was outside my room. The last time he saw me, I was a little kid. I was so nervous. He had that famous grumpy look and he pointed at me like this. I thought, oh no, he thinks I'm a fan and he's going to tell me to leave. Instead, he says, are you short round? That was transported to 1984. And I said, yes, Indy. Let me see a picture of Harrison Ford and uh, short round. Uh, I do not remember this guy's name. I should have written it down. I'm so sorry. He just won an Oscar and I like him a lot that guy uh this next one was posted in galactic hitchhikers and it's uh it's showing a picture of a man with a voltometer or something it's got a voltmeter and a dial and some electrodes and they're plugged into a tomato apparently and he's looking very intently at the tomato with the electrodes on its nipples and it says l ron hubbard inventor of the hubbard electrometer it was used to determine whether tomatoes experienced pain his work led him to the conclusion that tomatoes scream when sliced. Later, he founded the Church of Scientology so he could experiment with other vegetables. Uh, this one is a picture of a deer in the wilderness and then a kangaroo who looks jacked uh, with some pecs and some biceps and my God. And Robert Devlin has commented, kangaroos are just deer that have been to prison. <laughs> just me all right okay really i took jacked kangaroo I, huh? i'd fight i'd i'd fight that fucking kangaroo dude i would watch you get your ass kicked by that kangaroo <laughs> <laughs> as long as it didn't kick my head <laughs> that's like the brock lesnar of kangaroos his first move is gonna be to like spring back on his tail and kick you in the head with both feet <laughs> I'd fucking bro I'd fight Brock Lesnar too. He's probably old. <laughs> it's like, I can see you bouncing up on this kangaroo. How old are you? <laughs> How big a boy are you? <laughs> How big boy are you? Fines go up again. You. Fines go up again. You. How big are you? Fines go. go up again. You. How big a boy are you? <laughs> <laughs> next uh anti-qanon memes and if you're not following anti-qanon memes you are missing out post this one it says it had to be said and we have a child up on his dad's uh shoulders and he's holding up a cardboard sign with crayon that just is a bunch of squigglies <laughs> like, that would be so fun that would be the best guy to be at the protest <laughs> That was apparently posted by Kind Humor, Clean Polite at No One's Expense by Cheryl Hill. Cheryl, thank you so much for that one. This next one is posted by a uh, reverend of the show, Father Nathan Monk. Uh, he has reposted Justice Horn, who has reposted Jan Maynard. And Jan Maynard has posted a picture of an all-gender sign, and it looks like a video screen. It's got a man and a woman uh, restroom sign there, man and a woman. And it says all genders. And Jan Maynard says, Kansas City Airport. Hell no. I will not fly into this airport. If I ever do, I will piss in the parking lot before I go to a bathroom. <laughs> Father Nathan Monk has paraphrased, I'll publicly expose myself in the parking lot instead of in protest of my fears that someone might expose themselves in the bathroom. <laughs> 
And, uh, oh, it gets better. Uh, Father Nathan Monk says, true story, the discussion of gender-neutral bathrooms ended up before our city council. One of the local churches held a forum to discuss the dangers of it, and so me and a couple of other activists decided to go check it out and see what they were saying. After the meeting was over, I went to find the restroom. There were two, but one was down for maintenance, so I stood there and watched these folks just walking in and out of this bathroom. One of the pastors got in line, and I said, sir, this is a gender-neutral bathroom. You don't want to use it. <laughs> he also didn't find me funny. <laughs> <laughs> friend of the show craig smith posts reposts uh writing about writing alex e harrow who says the thing about learning the correct pronunciation of a word that i've been saying wrong for 30 years is that instead of pronouncing it correctly moving forward i will simply never say it again nothing is macabre or hyperbolic segues are transitions and the river in london has no name <laughs> 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 friend of the show steve posts this nerd pun we've got a coffee mug with an excel spreadsheet on it and it is labeled freak in the sheets <laughs> <laughs> that may be the... it's fan with the, our crowd what can i say uh friend of the show mckenzie do you remember mckenzie mckenzie's doing good uh oops i gotta do bye bye Friend of the show, Mackenzie, posts this picture from the catacombs in France uh, from Austin Morgan. So we see all the skulls all lined up along the wall there in the catacombs under Paris. It says, scary fact number 67, there is a France. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. Got about three more in this round. Friend of the show, John Cleese has posted this picture of coconuts in a grocery store, and they are labeled $2.99 Monty Python horseshoes. Friend <laughs> 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 of the show served from scratch reposts Kevin the Dad at Kevin the Dad, who says, I told my five-year-old that his teacher wouldn't like me sending my kid to school with a lollipop for lunch, and my son said it'd be okay and that I need to stand up for myself. <laughs> I, I can hear your kid saying that labune <laughs> yeah seriously either one of my kids it's like oh man i should have had michael read this one <laughs> all right last but not least for my uh wholesome round are we in the wholesome round my god we're in the wholesome round uh, yeah we're still in the wholesome room dear yeah. god we gotta speed this up okay Friend of the show, Carol Jennery. Anyway, she reposts Elizabeth Hackett, who says, I'm quiet and hate confrontation with neighbors. So I renamed our Wi Fi. Maybe calm down with the goddamn leaf blowing, Greg. <laughs> <laughs> that wraps up my wholesome round one. Back to you, Michael. <laughs> All right, kicking off round two the irreverent round. Televangelist Madness. That's right. It's March, everybody. Televangelist Madness is kicked Ooh. off. Here we have a picture of a bracket. On the left side, we have Pat Robertson. He's he's number one seed against Creflo A. Dollar, <laughs> number eight seed. Jerry Falwell is number three seed against Jimmy Swaggart, who's number six seed. On the other side, we have Billy Graham, number two seed, who's uh, up against Joel Olstein, number seven seed. And Jim Baker, number four seed, is up against Oral Roberts, number five seed. Oh. <laughs> And so uh, I don't know, maybe it's that I've always liked to gamble. 
but I got Creflo a dollar for the whole damn thing. That's me. Katie at Katie. Very popular books. Very popular books at the library. That's right. Katie at Katie at Katie Oldham says, ever realized how fucking surreal reading a book actually is? You stare at marked slices of tree for hours on end, hallucinating vividly. (laughs) (laughs) Great point. That's good. And this is a picture of the galaxy and uh, Milky Way. And then there's an arrow pointing to just like a fucking random spot off to the left. And it says, you are here crying in the shower before work. <laughs> Listen, the most embarrassing part about this is that you can see that I liked it before I screen grabbed it. <laughs> I, I just want to know, why are you spying on me again, Lemieux? <laughs> hey, Teeny, why don't you read this one for me since you spoke up? Okay. Uh, we got an article uh, from the New York Times here. It says, how to feel alive again. And before you can read anything else, it just uh, says, you've reached the limit of your free articles. <laughs> you ain't reading shit, bitch. <laughs> Sorry, if you don't have a dollar, you can't feel alive again. The Onion's reporting. The Onion, friend of the show, The Onion, at The Onion, has a picture of a white guy with uh, square rim glasses, and it says, conservative historian claims diversity ultimately doomed the Third Reich. <laughs> <laughs> Again, when did the onion start doing real news? <laughs> oh God. History for the witty 2.0 says St. Patrick is not the only saint whose feast day is March 17th. It's also the feast day of St. Gertrude of Novellus, Neveus, the patron saint of cats and the people who love them. And then we see this picture of this saintly looking nun holding a cat. And it says it happens every year. Patrick this and Patrick that. No one remembers me and my cat. <laughs> there is a saint for crazy cat ladies. That's awesome. It's yeah. a, according to History for the Witty 2.0. Yeah. Dude, I'm pretty sure there's a saint for every freaking thing you can possibly imagine. I'm Again, I've said this before and I'll say it again. I'm a recovering Catholic. I mean, we got, we got a lot of them. Mm-hmm. But I've just never heard of the cat cat lady saint. We we got hot takes on the Catholic Church here, folks. We got what we want to say is a lot of saints. A lot of saints. A lot of saints. A lot of beasts. John John Silverman, Silverman Bar Exam at Bar Exam Tutor. (laughs) I want to point this out. Bar exam tutor. He posts this news article from Fox 5 DC who says a parrot that was trained by drug dealers to alert them of police presence and <laughs> is refusing to speak after being detained. <laughs> trained by drug dealers to alert them of police. And now that it's been detained by the police, this parrot is refusing to speak. <laughs> and Sean Silverman, who is a bar exam tutor, just retweets this with the caption, not without a lawyer. (laughs) (laughs) Stitches, snitches get stitches. (laughs) I got like two more for this round. Eve Six, friend of the show, Eve Six. Eve Six, we love your Twitter. We recognize that you have some. As uh, they're retweeting this picture of George W. Bush, Barack Obama, Bill Clinton, and Jimmy Carter. (laughs) And they're retweeting this picture and the caption on the picture says 
name this band. And Eve Six replies, Death from Above, 1979 to 2016. <laughs> um, <laughs> God. That's such a fucking wow. great joke. And Death from Above, 1979 is a great band. I mean, uh, that, that's a fucking, they are, they're a great band. All right. Woo. Uh, I think I have, I don't know. Maybe this, maybe this is my last one. We'll see. Hang on. No, I have two more. This is from Rads at Feeling Euphoric, who says, shoot for the moon. If you miss, here's a gentle reminder that the moon's diameter is 3,475 kilometers, and you could not have fucked this up more. (laughs) 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 And my last one for this round, round two, the irreverent round is Trash Can Paul, and it's got a picture of uh, it looks like like uh, Moses or something, and uh, his hands are up stretched, outstretched, and his fingers are even spread out, and there's lightning striking behind him, and he looks like he has wild white beard and hair, and it says, "Don't be part of the problem, be the entire problem." <laughs> 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 and that's all. Let's see what you got for round two, Mister T. Okay, here we got uh, round two, the um, irreverent round, or as I like to call it, the what the fuck round? Yep. As uh, has been pointed out before, we we haven't really established the identity of round two as strongly. (laughs) Which is why I like it so much, because I don't know my identity half the time. All right, uh, so relatable, um, uh, uh, relatable pie. This is a picture of this cat that kind of looks like Steve Buscemi whenever he has to play a lazy-eyed character. Uh, and it says, me zoning out really hard during a probably very important conversation. Because this, yeah, this, cat, this cat's eyes are not even in the right spots on its head. It's one eye's hunting, one eye's fishing. Yes. Like, <laughs> yeah, this, it's just a very unfortunately shaped kitty. Like, this cat just got fucked. By <laughs> genetics, fate, selective breeding practices, everything. Okay, right, moving on. <laughs> <laughs> Crab Rangoon memes, friend of the show. Crab Rangoon uh-huh. memes. Uh, it, it, it's a it's a graph, <laughs> a, a chart of uh, what attractive men tend to drive. Percentage of women who said that attractive men, you know, drive for say a mail truck is one percent. You know, a sedan's <laughs> up at eleven. Sports cars at 27, but the top uh, winner here at 32 percent. What attractive men drive, according to women, crab rangoon delivery vehicles. Because <laughs> women love crab rangoons. Everybody loves crab rangoons, and if you don't, you're a communist. All right, moving on. A <laughs> uh, friend of the show, Ch- Chelsea Renner, uh, repost uh-huh. from uh, food and places that shouldn't be. And it's uh, top has got a picture of a uh, strand of wheat, and uh, it just says wheat. And on the bottom, it's the same uh, strand of wheat, but it's got a guy skateboarding on it, and it says shredded wheat. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Nice. All right, moving on. I like it. Actually, I think that dude is that um, is that Lil Wayne? Lil Wayne like. <laughs> It kind of looks. Like, it does kind of look like Little Wayne. Mm-hmm. There's a video that came out a couple weeks ago of him skateboarding. It was pretty impressive. Mm. Sorry. All right. Didn't next up. Your flow. I don't know. 
Uh, Chris Spangle, acquaintance of the show, uh, post uh, two pictures of uh, Kevin Costner from the show Yellowstone. And on the left, he's, uh, you know, relaxing in a chair, got his shirt on, jeans, cowboy hat, very relaxed. You know, he's camping, got horses and a tent in the background. It says, European out of office. I'm away camping for the summer. Please call back in September. In the second picture, it's Kevin Costner looking very stressed out in a hospital gown, panicking against a wall. This is American out of office. I have left the office for two hours to undergo kidney surgery, but you can reach me on my cell at any time. <laughs> Fuck yeah. yeah. USA. USA. <laughs> Oof. It hurts, doesn't it? All right. Uh, friend of the show, the Dab King says my family at my funeral heaven just gained another angel hands together emoji heart emoji angel emoji and then it says me and hell fighting the motherfucker who invented coleslaw and it's a big ass gorilla with a smaller gorilla just swinging him around by his ankle <laughs> just saying be okay i don't know what that guy's got against coleslaw but okay uh, I am awesome sauce, front of the show. Mm-hmm. Post a picture uh, that just says, "When you got the quote-unquote rescue dog job, but you lie on your resume." It's a picture of what looks to be a person drowning, and just this sweetest, goodest boy dog swimming up and trying to get to the person and then climbing top of the person and drowning the damn person. <laughs> That's a good dog. <laughs> Yeah, when you get the rescue dog job and don't know what you're doing. Uh, now, this one, I would like Sizemore to read this because I think he could do this the best, Justin. Justin. I love you, buddy. We have here a post from Jason Jester who says, exactly. And we have Hank Hill and Bobby in their truck. And Hank Hill says, you know what's not cool, Bobby? Simping for billionaires on the internet. <laughs> 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 I, I saw this. I realized within about two seconds I could not do a Hank Hill impersonation, but I knew uh, Sizemore could. And he would uh, love the whole something for billionaires thing. I do. Thank you. <laughs> Thank See, you. I'm not a complete asshole. Moving no. on. Uh, I fly high, friend of the show, uh, definitely a friend of mine. Uh, post a picture of a head of lettuce uh, wrapped in you know, cellophane with a barcode sticker on it produce sticker and it says how green is this lettuce and then the lettuce underneath the barcode says lettuce green af (laughs) 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 see not all my not all my puns and dad jokes are that bad michael just embrace them buddy (laughs) i like we all heard you laughing he recorded that shit And now that I slightly got him one over to the dark side, I'm going to totally piss him off. Levine, would you read this one for me, please? Oh, man. This is a picture of a white guy in a blue shirt. And he's got some of those. He's like one of those uh, dirt digger people who uh, they don't get paid much, <laughs> but they seem to be happy. What are they called? Archaeologists. Yeah, yeah, archaeologists. <laughs> and uh, he's uh, there's this archaeologist in a blue shirt, and he's next to this big ass, looks like a fucking femur of a giant or something it says they're currently excavating the largest known dinosaur tibia to date apparently it's a real jindig god damn it 
I take back what oh, I said after God. Sizemore's thing. I am totally an asshole. All right, moving on. Oh. <laughs> I had to do it, Labune. All right, this is the last one I got for round two. Friend of the show um, and former 90s heartthrob star of the show, Chucky, Devin Sawa. And it, he posed a picture of this wizard, like typical D&D style wizard looking dude, pointing his hands at this um, ironclad bikini 80s metal chick uh, who's in a very provocative pose. And it just says me fighting off thirsty girls in my DM after they witness my majestic meme wizardry. <laughs> As a yeah, meme lore, I understand. <laughs> Wow. I, I like this one. I'm gonna save this one. <laughs> Go for it. I, yeah, this, this is this is me size more on the bune every week after this show, just fighting off people in our DMs, man. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty much is that the end? <laughs> yeah, that's, that's oh. the end of round two, dude. And then back down. Right. Okay. On to my round two. I made this one today. We had James Corden, who was joking with the studio audience. He said, you know, it's bad when a former president announces he's going to be arrested, and the general response is for which crime? <laughs> <laughs> uh canadian fletchy posts i don't know who came up with this one but and lots of laughing emojis and it's a weather report it says monday mostly sunny 54 tuesday mostly stormy with a picture of stormy daniel <laughs> i think they had a, had a missed opportunity there they have the temperature at 63 yeah. i'm just saying they should have went up about six more degrees nice. uh nice Moving on, lots of AI pictures. So many AI pictures. I think I like this one best, though. You've got you've got officers and and this tubby president, ex president, just jogging in the street, like sir, sir, sir. You can hear him. <laughs> this one. He's quite a bit, quite a bit uglier. I, 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 every all the cops are running after. I don't know. This one's a little uglier, but he does have a bag of some fast food under his arm, and he's. He's more portly. He's got a mouth that looks like he can unhinge his jaw and swallow things whole. That um, looks like a regular picture of him to me. I know, right? A lot of them, it's hard <laughs> to tell. I keep looking for six fingers. Uh, this is just more, this is a four panel. He, you know, he's being grabbed from three angles by some guys who are running up to him. It looks like mid-run. They're grabbing his arms, you know. Uh, then there's several of them just being, you know, perp walked with like, you know, a huddle of police officers around him. This one's pretty good. He's being tackled to the ground and there's like six people, six cops in uniform, all trying to get hands on him, which I think is pretty funny. Uh, another one where they've got linked arms and they're leading him around. This is a fun one. Just a picture of him in an orange jumpsuit as an oil painting being, you know, hung in the White House or the gallery, I guess. Looks like Barack Obama's arm there in the painting next to it. So uh, that's kind of fun. Friend of the show, George Takai, says, uh, who amongst us has not participated in a scheme to pay hush money to a porn star on the eve of a national election and then hide those payments illegally? If they come for Trump, they can come for you. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, this is a paraphrase of, um, of actually uh, Representative Andy Biggs, who is a true nutsack in the Congress, uh, he had said, if they come for Trump, they will come for you. Except he probably said it in a dumb accent. Uh, he said, this stuff is the kind of stuff that only occurs in third world authoritarian nations. And friend of the show, Jojo from Jers says, 
if you have sex with a porn star and then pay that porn star to keep quiet about it so you can win an election and then reimburse yourself for the payment and then lie about the whole thing while simultaneously throwing your own attorney under the bus while letting him go to jail for it while you sit in the White House, then yes, they will probably come for you too. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Here's a picture of Jesus who says, let he who hath not paid for sex with a porn star just after the birth of his fifth child with his third wife cast the first stone. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, You know how much I love news and headlines, just funny headlines. Al Franken, guest hosting The Daily Show this week, ran this one from the Independent. Trump supporters have floated a patriot moat around Mar-a-Lago to protect the ex-president as charges loom. So a patriot moat. (laughs) Uh, Whatever. Um, You know, and of course the defenders are kind of uh, idiots for the most part. Uh, We have a headline here. uh, It says a huge group of people show up near Mar-a-Lago to show support to former President Trump. And then you look closer and it says, correction, a small group of supporters show up with huge flags. <laughs> and there are a lot of trucks there, but if it is, there's about five people there and just some really big flags. <laughs> so, make, yeah, there's not a whole lot. Of, there's more flags than people for sure. Yeah, yeah. huge, huge Trump flag. Anyway, so I thought that was pretty. More fun. flags and teeth. Huh? Probably more flags and teeth. Yo, those are some nice white trucks. They probably can afford dental work. I don't know. I could be wrong. Because <laughs> they can oh, afford no, trust it. Me. Rednecks Doesn't will spend more money on their trucks than they do Let's their dentures. Yes. Yes. Absolutely. <laughs> like, fuck, fuck teeth, dude. Teeth. Like, fuck teeth. Like, how's my truck look? Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, even in American health insurance, as it's been noted, uh, teeth are considered luxury bones. <laughs> okay. Luxury uh, bones. Enemy of the luxury show. Luxury bones is my nickname in college. <laughs> uh enemy of the show ali alexander at ali uh who was the american far-right activist uh who was the main organizer of stop the steal he posted uh previously i had said if trump was arrested or under threat of a perp walk one hundred thousand patriots should shut down all routes to mar-a-lago now i'm retired i'll pray for him though <laughs> I thought this was great because, dude, even the QAnon nutsacks have like low energy. <laughs> it just, yeah. you know, like they're they're only sending thoughts and prayers. I'm like, that's hilarious. So that was going on. Uh, this guy Marlo Zachary McMarlow one year ago said, "If actually intelligent life stumbled onto our little blue marble, lost in the couch cushions of infinity, they would be baffled to see us destroying our one and only home to appease a giant video game we call the market. They would see that we could be doing anything, and we chose this. <laughs> yeah." Um, here's a fun one. I don't know if you guys saw the DeSantis bio stuff that came out, but apparently he isn't afraid to get his hands dirty. That was Matt Walsh on Ron DeSantis' habit of eating pudding with three of his fingers. <laughs> apparently, uh, uh, people who work with DeSantis say that he is a disgusting eater. <laughs> oh, can you not see that? Hang on. Did I mess that up? Somehow I messed that up. Lo siento. Nobody said anything. Okay, back into it. 
He isn't afraid to get his hands dirty. So yeah, Ron DeSantis eats with his fingers. And as one of the commenters said, uh, buddy, if you have pudding and no spoon, then you don't have pudding. (laughs) 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 Okay. Uh, This is a friend of the show, Josh Gad. Josh Gad says, I love the dare. How dare you prosecute Trump? From the same people who brought us, lock her up. Lock her up. <laughs> oh, shit. Top reply to Josh Gad is Jen, who posts a picture of Snoopy sitting with his typewriter on top of his doghouse, typing dot, dot, dot. And then America was saved by a porn star. The end. <laughs> <laughs> Man, how America is that, though? That is so America. I was just thinking that, like, yeah, that that that's par for the American cores. Yep. Right. Friend of the show, Jeff Tiedrich says, "Holy fucking shit, the locker up crowd is in full fucking meltdown mode right now." And I, for one, could not be more entertained. Pass the popcorn. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and the thing is, the thing is, there there's like lots of responses on this too. I'll get to the, I put this out of order, so I'll get to the responses in a minute. But typical stuff, you know, how it started, the destination. We've got you know his dumb boat rally down in Austin where several of the boats sank because they were swamping each other stuff. Anyway, I'll, I'll go with some of the the typical responses here. But first off, Father Nathan Monk making a second appearance in the show says. Not today, Jesus said. I thought original sin meant we had to come up with a new one every week. <laughs> okay, no, I like. That. Okay, I do too. <laughs> original sin. I thought original sin meant we had to think of one, a new one every week. That'd be tough. Uh, this next one is a three panel from Spider Man, and uh, I know this is the Green Goblin's like son, but I cannot remember his name. TD, anybody? Harry Osborn. Okay, Harry Osborne. This is Pete and Harry Osborne sitting down in a three-panel. And Harry Osborne says, hey, Pete, check it out. Translate sharp knife into Latvian real quick. We see Pete look at his phone, and then he looks up with a face. (laughs) Have you done it? Do you know it? You know the answer? That's right. Sharp knife in Latvian. Ass Nazis. (laughs) Found in Twitter and Reddit's R today, I learned, so it has to be true. Sharp knife, ass Nazis in Latvian. Uh, this next one, uh, which I thought was absolutely brilliant from friend of the show, Lex. You guys remember Lex from The Blind Pig? Um, real funny. On St. Patty's Day, she said, oh, and, uh, she said, uh, come butt fuck me in the bathroom. I'm Irish or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> And I laughed my ass off at that. <laughs> and then uh, about 9.52, it says, no one else can see your post. To which she copied it and pasted it up there. Oh, fuck you, Zuckerberg. <laughs> <laughs> which I thought was great. I also appreciated that a little while later, she posted Boss Bitch by Doha Cat with this picture. Uh, she's, uh, showing a lot of skin, a lot of skin. Uh, she's got her hand. She, we're getting some under boob. We're getting a lot of under boob here. And, uh, to remind you, I'm pretty certain that this is all to say visually, fuck you, Zuckerberg. (laughs) Just to clarify. Uh, again, I wanted to get back to this stuff with all of the Trumpsters, you know, like, uh, you know, pe- people responding to Trump going to jail and like getting all stupid excited about it. 
uh, we've uh, replying to Jeff Tiedrich's post about you know him, him going and and this stuff. We've got a lot of people in orange jumpsuits, and we can see Melania waving to him through the window from the other side. You know, in prison, uh, we got Don Jr. looking pretty coked up in a MAGA hat, talking to Dad on the phone here. That's you know mildly funny, but nothing we couldn't have seen before. I thought this reply was actually a pretty good a dump truck full of laugh emojis being dumped out. I'm sure that was originally an animated GIF. Very cool. Uh, giant sucking sound also posted. Uh, this one with the uh, snotty baby captured. <laughs> Note the bubbles coming out of the baby's nose. <laughs> giant. I was like, yeah, they're really super babies. Uh, this one I thought was artsy. It's just a melted Trump. Here's the weird part. That's a pink flesh tone rubber pancake of a thing with legs and an ass and oh. and a lumpy back but i i i does it not resemble trump i don't know how i'm looking at this and it does look like trump having a meltdown and becoming a wad of gum but like do, do, the resemblance is astonishing and i don't understand why because that's got to be other than the fact it's not orange enough uh well that's mostly his head which we can't see. Oh, okay, fair. Yeah, yeah, probably a very orange head on this. I don't know, but it looks like some Doctor Who crap. Anyway, I've got a couple more here, and then I'm wrapped. Uh, again, I, this kind of stuff actually pisses me off in the other direction. This is a picture of uh, uh, of Joe Biden in the sky with sun rays coming from him, and there are all these babies crying, and they, all the babies have uh, uh, "Make America Great Again" MAGA hats, and they're just a whole field of them going wah wah, and the sunshine Biden in the in the stars is saying. Which again, par for the course. And like, honestly, I thought I really don't like the deification of any of these people. They're just politicians, and they're all millionaires, and they're all full of crap. And this kind of yeah. Um, I just then, want to say amen to that. Yeah. <laughs> but then I went about eight or nine of them deep, and this one was pretty funny. And we got a picture of Hillary Clinton pasted onto a, a scene from Silence of the Lambs, and Trump is uh, pasted on Hannibal Lecter behind bars. And Hillary is smiling and says, I brought you some emails to read. <laughs> <laughs> that wraps up my irreverent act two for Facebook for the Blind. Handed it back to you, Michael. All right, here we go with round three, the penultimate round. True not starting there we're starting over here with bobby wasabi who Ooh. says they got a freak on that graphic design team and then we see he's retweeting PETA, who says your dog wouldn't do this to you don't do it to them and it's this picture mm. is uh well it's a picture of a woman on all fours wearing a prong collar oh my and a leash and there is uh an upright it looks like a furry uh okay holding the leash Walking the woman, listen, Peta, put it away. Uh, <laughs> is back, and they're retweeting Rob at Catholic Dad 420, who says, I try to be kind to my elders because anyone born before 1990 has survived a historical shift that is absolutely brain melting. Like, you remember people waiting in line for VHS tapes, and now you're expected to understand crypto. <laughs> <laughs> so true. <laughs> weirdly true yeah i don't like elders and born before 1990 to be <laughs> like together but whatever whatever i'm moving on this is a picture of a of a cop firing an automatic weapon into the ocean it looks like 
And it says, American cops, when they find out there's a black sea. Listen, I want to leave this. I'm, I'm going to tell you, I really deliberated on whether or not that I was going to put this one up. But uh, yeah, I think that we should talk as much as possible about police brutality and oh, yeah. fuck police brutality to quote the saints and uh, prophets that are the band anti-black. Moving on. Anarcho-spirituality has this weird fucking trippy picture of four eyes. I don't know, bloodshot eyes. And it says, the only person who ever wanted me for who I am is the police. (laughs) 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 Anarcho-spirituality, again, this time you're looking through a peephole and you see there's one, two, three, four, five, at least five cops dressed in SWAT gear. And it says, point of view, you were too silly. (laughs) (laughs) Trump dot countdown. Lock him up. New York, New York. Post this picture of uh and it says looking ahead to Wednesday morning, and it's a picture of Pete Davis holding hands with Melania Trump. (laughs) 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 Fuck this 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 killed me. I think I got that one off LinkedIn. Uh this is this one says, meanwhile in Canada. And uh, it's a picture of the soup Nazi, and he's screaming, "No, no spring for you!" <laughs> <laughs> thank you, thank you, meanwhile in Canada. Nondescript Roman statue at cancel culture it says this. It starts off with quote, uh, "You just you just stayed up too late." End quote. And then another quote that says, "Actually, due to my very rare and self-diagnosed disability, you didn't know about, I can't sleep before 1:30 a.m." Your ableism disgusts me. <laughs> and uh, this is like for, for our listeners and for anybody who doesn't know, this is exactly what it feels like to be on leftist Twitter. Like just fucking exactly what it feels like. Menthol Newport at Menthol Newport, friend of the show. Menthol Newport tweets out. Well, it's a picture of a, of a, what do you call this? It's a picture of a, what's the name of the show? Will, Will of Fortune. Will of Fortune. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and there's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven words here. Um, no, six words here, and there's only one letter, and uh, the letter is G at the very end of the first word. There's no other letters revealed. The question is, what are you doing? Menthol Newport would like to solve the puzzle for this six words with only one letter, and they say smoking menthol in the Sistine Chapel. i had two more memes for this round jamie says a guy just tried to mansplain to me what a sawhorse is but i (laughs) shut him down because i am well aware that it's the past tense of seahorse (laughs) 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 45,000 likes and lastly rare Comics North Carolina, friend of the show, Rare Comics North Carolina. Listen, uh, Rare Comics North Carolina. I'll show I'll show you mine if you show me yours. <laughs> this is a picture of Leonardo DiCaprio who is wearing a white polo shirt. He's looking very fucking rich, and he's uh, holding his hands up like, "Excuse me," and he's kind of smiling, uh, and he just looks. He's definitely on a yacht, and it says, "People see my collection and think I'm rich, bro." 
I'm just irresponsible. (laughs) 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 And that is... That is some deep comic book nerd shit right there. Uh, but listen, as I sit here in my dungeon surrounded by my comics, uh, yes, I am in this meme. Back over to the <laughs> All right, bringing this turkey home. Um, in front of the show, Jason Jester just posts this picture, and he says, calm down, Sideshow Bobs. And it says, when Homeboy says his hair is more broccolier than yours, and it's a couple of high school-age kids... <laughs> They do look like Sideshow Bob from The Simpsons or their hair is made entirely out of broccoli. Like, I don't know why kids can't comb their fucking hair anymore, but yeah, everyone's got this poofy, doofy hairdo thing. And yeah, homeboy says his hair's more broccoli or cold cock that motherfucker. (laughs) In front of the show, Jason Jester once again uh, just says the torch has passed and it's a picture of Leonardo DiCaprio with long hair and a bad mustache looking kind of proud and sad all at the same time and the son says (laughs) the son is uh, labeled failing every class dad i'm disappointed son hi disappointed nice to meet you oh god and leonardo dicaprio (laughs) is labeled dad yep (laughs) yeah he is (laughs) the kids are gonna be all right you know right you're gonna be okay (laughs) moving on (laughs) Uh, friend of the show and another one of my cousins, Rodney Shinowski, uh, repose from Fensitivity says, uh, boss, I expect you to be nicer to your coworkers, me. And it's a picture of Dwayne The Rock Johnson just saying, lower your expectations. <laughs> <laughs> I should have this picture hanging at my desk. <laughs> I'm only here for the jokes, uh, friend of the show. Uh, just post a picture and it says me hi do you take walk-ins and the picture is labeled cremator and it's um the guy from it's uh what's his name from the office it just looking very oh. freaked the fuck out because, not yeah. ricky gervais it's the it's the american version of yeah ricky the american gervais one the um yeah. yeah yeah that one the 40 year old virgin steve, steve carell <laughs> yeah steve carell that's his fucking name do we do that yeah. in stereo? That was cool. Yeah. We you, love yeah, this would be the cremator if you said, do you take walk-ins? Turn out the crystal. All right, moving on. Um, hey! Kathy, show, Kathy Dust. Kathy! Uh, she posed a picture from a little introverted, a, little, a lot sassy. And it's a picture of the, this little cute, freaked-out-looking possum going, oh, no. I mean, it's very, like, this possum's in distress, and I feel for this possum. And it says, when you're an introvert and you hear, let's go around the room and introduce ourselves. Nope. (laughs) It's time for the bathroom. I'm the most extrovert introvert I know, but yeah, I feel this. Fun. All right, next up. Aw. Front of the show, the Dab King. Um, Once again, making an appearance here. It is just, it's a picture of early ni- late 80s, early 90s musical pariahs, Millie Vanilli. I uh, hope you all know their story. And it says, Millie Vanilli watching people get famous for lip syncing on TikTok. And like I said, they look pissed. They were ahead of their time. They were ahead Girl, of their time. you know it's true. No, it's true. Stuck on a loop. Taking away your Emmy. All right, moving on. <laughs> 
<laughs> oh, so it's Ozzy Osbourne. Yes, Ozzy Osbourne. Uh, friend of the show, Deborah Allen, posts a picture of Ozzy. And it says, when I find myself in times of trouble, Ozzy Osbourne comes to me speaking words of wisdom. It's just Ozzy sitting there staring at somebody saying, life has a way of kicking you in the fucking nuts. <laughs> Ozzy, I feel you, bro. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Moving on. Uh, hardhead 420. That 420 hardhead. Post a picture of this little, you know, hamster chilling. It says, did you know there are 18 species of hamsters? To learn more about hamsters, go to xhamster.com. <laughs> now, for those of you not laughing. I had to stifle that one for the whole. <laughs> oh, I saw you. I saw the pain. For those of you that don't know what xhamster is. It's like is, holding in a fart. It's like the world's third biggest porn site behind like Pornhub and RedTube. Uh, something like that, yeah. No, trust me. I've done the research. <laughs> <laughs> I got the carpal tunnel approved, bro. Moving on. What? <laughs> Cafe Delites? I, I don't know. Delight. What is that word? Delight? Cafe Delights. I, I can't read English. I went to school in Indiana. All right. Um, it, it posts this picture of this little French bulldog wearing a t shirt, but it's on its hind legs, kind of poking around the corner. It says, me sneaking into the kitchen with no pants on at 2.24 a.m. to eat shredded cheese. I am in this meme. Oh, I am in this meme. I like how the dog looks sneaky and furtive. Even yeah. Clearly, there's a thumb under his yeah. arm. Holds oh, him up. yeah. Right, I mean, right. It still looks like, it, like, you know he wants to go waddling into the kitchen to get the shredded cheese. He don't care that he's got to be in this dumb picture to do it. He's like, look, just give me the shredded cheese, bitch. I, well, I'll do what you need. All right, moving on. Uh, Matthew Thomas, friend of the show, uh, repost from SpongeBob memes. And it's uh, Squidward wearing a suit, just smiling, and his eyes just have so much emotion and pride welling in them. And it says, me, yes, daddy, don't stop. And Squidward is labeled, server grating cheese on my pasta. <laughs> <laughs> My wife is in this meme because that is um, she she will not stop until that that cheese grater is spitting out nothing. Doing another block, bitch. All right, moving on. Sir Olive Garden came up with a new policy just for you. <laughs> I always feel I like I always feel so bad uh, for the Olive Garden people with my wife. All right, um, in front of the show, Teresa Hemrich says before calculators people used uh and it's uh the band abba, ABBA above the band kiss so before calculators people used the what is it labune nabba kiss <laughs> i've had this one on my phone for a month and i haven't used it on just, you dude. just just smoldering i away. want you to know that I start for some reason I looked at this meme like completely backwards. I I was like, oh, the band Kiss, and then I looked at the re at the top and it was like before calculators people used in something Kiss, and then I was like, what band even is that? Fucking ABBA. <laughs> I I hate this meme for so many reasons. Man. Careful, oh, careful, careful what you say about ABBA guys. You're gonna stir up, man. <laughs> I just it, look math. Math is enough reason to hate it. Go, move on. <laughs> oh God, I love it. 
Okay, this, this is my last one for round three here. A uh, friend of the show, Timothy J. Wagstaff, said, I said what I fucking said. And he just posted uh, a picture that says, parents, whenever they hear somebody say their pets are their kids, and it's some guy just kind of rolling his eyes going, oh, please. But then Timothy responds to this meme by saying, look, all I'm saying is it wasn't a pet who fell into that enclosure and caused the death of Harambe. Hashtag F them kids. <laughs> and he's got a point. My pets are my kids, and this dog is not responsible for the death of any gorilla. Although if she was, better. if she was, we would spin that. That would that would that's a huge dollar. Oh, yeah. We, 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 we protect Trixie. Trixie takes down Harambe. Big time. Heck yeah. All right, going into round three, the penultimate round. This is Brutus and Pixie. And if you haven't joined Brutus and Pixie, <laughs> where are you getting your Pixie info? Six panel with some kind of onion head looking character uh, sitting in front of a coffee cup. And he says, coffee, you're my only friend. And you see a smiley face in the coffee and it says, birth is a curse and existence a prison. Onion head says, mm, too dark. <laughs> Pour some milk into it. Then the coffee says, to live is to suffer. To survive is to find some meaning in the suffering. Onion heads is perfect. <laughs> uh, this next one is John Christian at underscore John Christian says, our grandchildren will be so rich. Oh, wait, no, I got to read the first part. So he's retweeting Chris Fryman, Calf Fryman, who says, capitalism won't make most of us rich as Elon Musk, but it'll make most of our grandchildren richer than him, just as it made most of us richer than Rockefeller in nearly every way that matters. John Christian comments, our grandchildren will be so rich, they'll launch a Tesla into space every time they get divorced, not just once like that pauper Elon Musk. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Mike Ingram from everyone back in the show says, I mean, where's the lie? Bendy at the doofus says, white dudes don't understand what's wrong with cultural appropriation, but will freak the fuck out if you wear a band shirt without knowing any of the band's songs. <laughs> <laughs> Said twat Elon, it says, this is Elon Musk. Elon wanted a new payment method on the internet, so he created PayPal. Elon wanted an innovative electric car, so he founded Tesla Motors. Elon wanted to give people the chance to go to space, so he created SpaceX. Elon isn't complaining now how bad the world is. Elon is changing the world. Be like Elon, addicted to success. And then we see uh, Robert Downey Jr. underneath pointing upward, and it says, none of these are true. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> which is just so on point thank you Stephen abram friend of the show for posting that one bring it to our attention uh james fell uh friend of the show james fell he's the foul mouth historian wrote this piece and i know it looks long but it's on daylight savings time so i've got to do it. it says fuck daylight savings time fuck it in every hole fuck it with a cactus actually wait fuck standard time let's stick with daylight look i'm at the 50 worst parallel and don't want the goddamn sun coming up at 4 a.m in june just fucking pick one and stick to it okay I've, it's probably apocryphal, but the story goes that only that a Native American was told the reason behind daylight savings time, and he said, only a white man would believe that you could cut down the foot of a blanket, sew it to the bottom, and have a longer blanket. Whether this was said or not, that is one true goddamn statement. 
Hey, George Hudson, I know you're dead, but fuck you. You should have stuck to your fucking bugs and not fucked with time. British-born New Zealander Hudson was an amateur entomologist who did shift work and wanted more daylight to look for bugs. So in 1895, he said, hey, everyone, let's fuck with the clock so I can get better to dig up fucking ants and centipedes and shit because it's all about me, asshole. A couple of Canadian cities began toying with daylight savings time as early as 1908 because Canadians could be assholes too. But it wasn't used at the national level till April 30th, Eric Sizemore's birthday, 1916, when the Germans and Austrians were in the middle of the giant fucking war they started. They said, hey, let's be even bigger assholes on the international stage and implement Hudson's dumb as fuck idea, because maybe it would help save coal during a time of war or some shit. A bunch of other European countries soon followed, and here we fucking are. It wasn't created for farmers. That's a myth. Farmers fucking hate it. Listen to the farmers. Not everyone believes daylight savings time to be dumb as fuck. Those people are dumb as fuck. In my opinion, defending changing clocks twice a year is a fucking dumb. We need to stop doing it. There are arguments both for and against it, linking it to shit like heart attacks and car crashes and unproven energy savings and decreased efficiency in computer glitches. And won't somebody think of the poor little children walking to school in the dark? There is no convincing evidence that changing clocks is a good thing. Likewise, proponents say, ah, fuck, the clock is wrong, and fiddling with buttons to change it while you're driving your Honda Civic to work, and you're tired as fuck because it's too goddamn early on a springtime Monday, you're not paying attention to the road, so you blow a stop sign and take out an old lady and her little Bichon freeze, too. Well, those those people say the criticisms are overstated. <laughs> Holy run-on sentence. Where was I? Oh, yeah. Uh, since the pros and cons are so very fucking debatable, then maybe we should just err on the side of not fucking with time. <laughs> James Phil. Because that was, I love James Felt. That was the most fucked up script for a Doctor Who episode I've ever heard in my life. <clears throat> All I got to say is I have a new person to hate and enemy of the show, George Hudson. <laughs> Fuck you, asshole. Friend <laughs> uh, of the show and OG founder of Facebook for the Blind, George Cruikshank says, repost Grandmaster Trash, exact trash, says, yeah, so the Italians sent a Welsh dude to kill snakes in Ireland, and now cops in America wear Scottish kilts and play Scottish bagpipes in a big parade about alcoholism. <laughs> <laughs> Happy St. Patrick's Day. Clickhole reposts Matthew Perry. Picture Matthew Perry here says, I used to use drugs to cope with my mental health issues. Now I use dish soap to make my dishes look shiny and clean. Matthew Perry on different things you can use. It's <laughs> <laughs> not altogether wrong, but Friend of the show, Marcellus, most uh this one from Still Orange Crushed, who says three suited men in my coffee shop. One of them just said, My personal idea of progress is moving things forward, which is actually just the definition. Everyone's nodding. Guys in suits like this are in charge of every industry, and it's clear why trains explode. <laughs> <laughs> Two panel uh, imagery from the office from victims of psychedelic class warfare and MK Ultra shitposting memorial fund. And if you're not following victims of psychedelic class warfare and MK Ultra shitposting memorial fund, then where are you getting your shitposting memorial fund info? This is uh, two panels, and we have uh, what's her name, Nancy? Anyway, woman in the office. <laughs> She's labeled religious. Pam. Right. So she says she's labeled religious people and she's screaming, stop loving people we don't like. And Steve Carell is labeled Jesus. And he says, you know what? I'm going to start loving people you don't like even harder. 
This is oddly Christian. Yeah, it's very Christian name. I know. I liked it a lot. And it's got Steve Carell's like frumpy face with the furrowed brow just going, you know what? (laughs) I like it. All right. Cheryl is my favorite character in the American version of The Office. Her name is Cheryl, for real? Carol? All right. So I think it's Pam. I think you were right. Pam? I don't know. Maybe that's the one from Archer. I'm all mixed up. It doesn't matter. I'm moving on. I've already let it go. <laughs> this next one is from friend of the show, Aaron, who's posted a two panel, and we have a picture uh Daniel Tiger and uh in his little 2D cartoon show on PBS. And it says the show. And his little uh boyfriend is there, and they both got buckets and there's sand. And it says, We're setting up our inside beach. And then the next picture is Justin Bateman and something says, Every parent watching, the fuck you are. <laughs> <laughs> yeah right, right. exactly <laughs> inside beach oh oldie buddy goodie from six years ago toller oswald wolf uh performing stand-up says it's crazy how quickly technology changes in high school my phone couldn't even take pictures and now i have a bracelet that tells the police if i leave my house <laughs> that's awesome <laughs> I love that. that's a tight joke Friend of the show, Rudy, who's not here tonight. Rudy, I asked a question online. She said, what's the state of sex education in Illinois? Is it comprehensive, fact-based, mandatory, or opt-out? And I said, what do you want to learn? (laughs) (laughs) Two-panel kunk on Earth clip. Uh, She says, Dungeons and Dragons is the most popular tabletop game with Americans because it allows them to fulfill their wildest fantasies, like speaking multiple languages or being able to make a living while freelancing. (laughs) 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 KFC, teaching grit, fuck the world, or for the win, depending on how you want to translate FTW. Teaching grit, FDW, KFC is introducing a new dinner bucket with nothing but a hatchet and a single live hand for sensitive boys who need to learn what it takes to be a man. <laughs> Picture of said chicken and hatchet in a KFC bucket, KFC road to manhood. And I have noticed this is very... Look, I'm, not trying, I'm, I'm not trying to be like a talk, super toxic here. I just want to say killing chickens is woman's work on the farm I grew up on. <laughs> yeah. My my, I, gra- my grandma did that. She yeah. taught me how to kill a chicken. My friend, my friend Melissa immediately commented on it. And it's a shame because that was always considered woman's work. And I was like, well, maybe the colonels have to change all that. Honestly, <laughs> yeah. forward looking. What man? What manly thing are you going to teach me to learn next? <laughs> look, I mean, I, look, I'm for it. I think, I think gender roles are fucking bullshit, but this is a weird meme. It's like telling me oh, that dude. now men are real men and like have a picture of me at a sewing machine or something, you know, like, yeah, I, like, good. Kill the chicken. Bend your socks. I know it's it's this is this is this is landed in weird ways with a lot of crowds. I know there's something there's a lot <laughs> packed in here, but you gentlemen understand why any even slightly funny KFC meme has to get attention from me. <laughs> oh, oh yeah, your dad owns the bucket. Like, picture your dad on the bucket. Required by law. And his tiny and his tiny little body. His tiny little <laughs> body and a huge. I know. All right, moving on. 
Uh, Showcase in college baseball, first entrance of all time from Showcase in college baseball, posts a picture of Tug McGraw, former MLB pitcher and father of Tim McGraw, and he says, 90% of my salary I spent on good times, women, and Irish whiskey. The other 10% I'll probably waste. (laughs) (laughs) which i admire uh michael i would like you to read this one (laughs) this is a picture of a man on a motorcycle and he has two car he has two car tires around him around his midsection (laughs) and his shoulders are almost up to his ears trying to ride this motorcycle while wearing two car tires around his i don't know how to say it around his abdomen yeah around his torso yeah and uh mike hudson friend of the show mike hudson hey mike captions this he looks tired (laughs) see size war isn't it fun to make him read this shit god i don't know why i'm fucking doing this anymore sean Gordon, gordon friend of the show says Headed to retire on the dark side. It's worse. It's so that's, much a, worse. that's actually a pretty good joke because riding dark side means riding a motorcycle with a car tire on the back. Really? True. Yeah, that's riding dark side. That's a that's oh. a really Sean. I don't know. I don't know you, Sean, but that's fucking pretty wow. tight tag on this picture. Deep cut. Fun. All right, moving on. Headed headed, headed to retire on the dark side. Yeah, good work. Yeah. Good work. Probably, probably is what he's doing. <laughs> this next picture is uh oh man, I do not know these anime characters. I'm gonna say, is that uh from uh the kid with the arrow on his head? The uh this is from the show Avatar. Avatar Avatar, Avatar yeah. the Airbender. Okay. Friend of the show, Goonie Jace Jameson. And if you don't know Goonie Jace Jameson, you're missing out because he's a very, very wonderful person. Uh two panel from Avatar says uh has an old man with a beard and it says me coming out as polyamorous and then the three friends are all like getting into fighting stance and one is labeled religious friend and looks shocked and then in the background is labeled cheating friend whose eyes are like oh and then there's a girl up front waving and smiling and it says friend who thinks we're gonna have sex now <laughs> <laughs> i tell you i hear a lot of uh polyamorous uh references in the comedy world and this is the funniest thing so far <laughs> it's the best take uh this one's great watchworthy posted uh, uh some uh, mel brooks movie details we got a picture here it says still a parody before making space balls mel brooks asked for george lucas's permission to parody star wars lucas was fine with it as long as lone star didn't dress like han solo so brooks dressed him like indiana jones instead <laughs> and i had to double check and yeah i mean that's yeah leather coat oh, okay i kind of see what's going on there anyway i thought that was fun uh friend of the show Lindsay glazer comedy if you're not following Lindsay glazer comedy you are missing out says doctor when was the last time you had a physical me reaction or altercation <laughs> <laughs> nice pretty tight uh church of sloths making a second appearance in here with the vigilante rage cat three panel and the guy is saying i really changed man and his uh confidant says you were sticking your dick in mashed potatoes bill that's my thing jimmy keep my body dry 
I don't know what this is from, but I don't get it. Uh, I think he sticks his dick in mashed potatoes, Michael. He thinks that part his, I got. he thinks that's his thing. He thinks it keeps his powder dry. <laughs> what does that mean? It keeps my powder dry. Is that a turn of phrase? I don't know. Oh, like recharged, like ready to fight. Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. I I I, I, I should have said that this guy to me has the stance of a fighter. He looks like a boxer. I don't know this movie, but it looks like a boxer talking to Andy Garcia, maybe, and the boxer saying, "Yeah, really changed, man. You were sticking your dick in the mashed potatoes, Bill. That's my thing, Jimmy. (laughs) How you ready to fight? I don't know. That's how I read it. But you know what? You're right. Yeah, a lot of of that going on in my own head. I wrote that pencil. I wrote that narrative. There's nothing in here. There's no boxing gloves. Uh, this is my final one for this uh, segment. Women like to choose shampoo, which insults them the most. It says, for broken, greasy, destroyed, fucked up hair, which makes you ugly as shit. And the girl is smiling and saying, it's for me. <laughs> oh, shit. That's funny. <laughs> yeah. All right. Back for our post with the most. Yeah, we have got to hurry. I know. So sorry. This is my post with the most this week. From friend of the show, friend of mine, Mason Meninga, who says no one speaks. Absolutely no one says anything. And then Dave Ramsey, and there's a picture of Paris Hilton, arms stretched, smiling, wearing a tank top that says, stop being poor. Wow. And this is just a reminder, <laughs> Dave Ramsey, you, you could block me on Twitter. It wouldn't cost you anything to block me on Twitter, and it would make me feel so cool if you'll just fucking block me on Twitter. Oh, coward! We should make that. Right. We should make that some kind of campaign. Well done. Post with the most. Let's see what you got, TD. All right, TD. Boom. My post with the most actually just happened yesterday, and I posted this. Um, I just saw a cop car almost get hit by a bus because the cop wasn't obeying traffic laws gave me the warm and fuzzies mm, mm. nice I think, <laughs> I, I think i remember like seeing this and getting warm and fuzzy reading about your warm and fuzzies <laughs> yeah i i was just sitting there in my office looking out the window and i literally saw just right outside of my office window two cop cars actually one of them almost got tagged by a school bus a short bus at that oh my wow Anyway, all right. Well, and guys, I, I screwed up because Michael says I can't count. Friend of the show, Zach O'Ryan, said just watch three comedy reels in a row and every joke was a setup. And then, but my therapist was like, insert punchline. I've never hoped more for patient doctor confidentiality in my life. <laughs> His first comment is, if, works one way. if your therapist was worth a damn, the first thing they'd tell you is to stop doing stand-up. <laughs> <laughs> solid advice had to get it out there my post with the most you probably heard about the woke banks all the collapses in the banking sector and the right-wing lunatics on fox and whatnot decided to go with woke bank the bank collapsed because it was too woke which is the weakest narrative they've ever used and friend of the show andrew hawkins at hawk says a writer for the wall street journal insinuated that silicon valley bank failed due to its executive leadership team and board of directors Focus on, all caps, diversity. Bet you were wondering what that team looks like. Well. <laughs> this, your post with the most really explains Wait, my, uh, pasty, my meme. That was the pasty, Onion article. Wait, pasty. Uh, and, and you know, Third this, Reich failed because of too much diversity. Yeah. 
<laughs> so here, here's the funniest thing about this too. Here's the funniest thing about this is that somebody pointed out, well, a third of them are women folk and they probably shouldn't be working at all. <laughs> too much, uh, too much diversity. That was my post with the most really sign of the times. Hey, what's up, man? <laughs> uh, and that I believe fully and totally constitutes an episode of a Facebook for the Blind for March twenty first, twenty twenty three. Thank you all so much for coming. We love you. Love you, George. All right, I got back. I do too. listening to an episode of facebook for the blind follow us on facebook twitter and instagram <laughs> <laughs> um <laughs>